Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast, brought to you by Advisorpedia. In this series, we interview innovators from across the financial services industry to help you understand who they are, what they do, and why that matters to you and your clients. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm Mike Harris. I'm a senior advisor consultant with the Alliance for Lifetime Income. And with me today is Todd Zeidenberg. Todd is a senior financial advisor affiliated with Wealth Partners and Satera Wealth Management. Todd has a practice called Z Wealth Management. Todd is a CHFC, is a CLU, CLTC, and with over 30 years experience in financial services. Todd is a holistic planner, specializes in the accumulation, preservation, and income distribution through comprehensive investment, retirement, estate, and business planning, as well as life, health, and disability insurance programs. Todd, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Mike. And I kind of want to give a shout out to you. Thanks for you and all the things you do regarding the Alliance and Next Chapter. I think it's a great thing you're doing to share some insight to advisors that want a, a kind of a different look at what they're doing. So first off, I'm very fortunate and blessed to do what I've done for over 30, almost 35 years now. I think what we do is very honorable and noble in this profession. And so going forward, my purpose, again, when I meet with people, is to provide excellent service and just in- enhance their overall financial well-being. And that's what we're hoping to, to share with those the listeners in is how, how do you manage your practice? You know, how do you make sure that you're giving that service, meeting the clients are expecting that you want to deliver to them? And one of the things that that really I think is is paramount in that endeavor is communication. How do you communicate well with the consumer, your client, and or prospects? And our our research at the Alliance, we've done a lot of research. And one of our big our latest research projects, we call it our PRIP program or PRIP research, which stands for protected retirement income and planning. We did it just came on and it pointed out a couple of things to us that really stuck out to me that there are some quite a few gaps and some very large gaps in between what advisors think and what it, what consumers think or their clients think. And the people that we surveyed were advisors and consumers that use advisors. And one of the things that really kind of stuck out to me was it, with today's environment, people are really, really interested in protection. That's a word that comes up in their discussions all the time in during the surveys. And they're really talking about protected income, but there's other forms of protection as well. But what was interesting was that 73% of the financial professionals we surveyed say that they raise, raise the topic of protection with clients all the time. But only about a third of the investors or the consumers, the clients that we surveyed, say that they that topic ever gets discussed when they're dealing with their advisor. And, and it's interesting because nearly 50% of those people say they are extremely interested in owning an annuity, particularly an annuity, but only about 19% of financial professionals believe their clients have this level of interest. So, you know, there's a gap there. When you see, when you see that big of a gap between advisor and client, there's a problem. How do you handle that communication situation in your practice? I know you've got a, uh, a methodology you kind of stick to. So explain that to us, share that with us. To answer that question, and we'll, get, we'll come around to it as well, as far as 
how my practice is structured. And that's kind of where it starts. So we have three employees as part of my team, and then we have three advisors, including me. And, you know, how that is basically structured is the point where we're on top of emails, we're on top of all the things that come in, phone calls, and make sure our clients get touched within at least a 24-hour period. So there's a service element there. You know, as far as how the protection and the accumulation. So when I first started out, of course, protection was life, disability, long-term care. That's kind of how we started, how I started. I did workshops at uh, the local hospitals, financial do's and don'ts for physicians. As far as going in there, talking about financial literacy to them, the young residents. And then going over disability insurance, that that was kind of the, the main thing regarding protection and protecting hands and then life insurance, they have little kids and then, hey, we put $25 a month away into a college account for the kids. So that's kind of how it started and then steamrolled into some other opportunities in the corporate world, the corporate executives more involved with retirement planning. And so the structure at that time was about, I'd say 60 to 70% protection, risk management, and then the rest accumulation. This is 35 years ago. And then eventually things turned around where, yes, we're, we're talking about protection, but the accumulation aspect started to really come in. People, like a good bartender, they would provide you with these tips, these money. Yeah, here, here, you know, we, I have this account, I'm rolling over. Can you take care of it? I trust you. Can you take care of it for me? So things started to sp spin around and shifted. It's so about 70% of it had to do with accumulation planning and the other 30% risk management with the life and the disability. But because of the holistic approach that we have, and I'll go around to that a little bit later, I'm going to be touching that area of what are they doing in the protection world, wealth preservation. So the practice is focused on wealth accumulation and wealth preservation. And of course, now we get involved with distribution planning as well. And annuities place a very high where we go as far as recommending the annuity programs because we think they're very valuable to provide some guaranteed income. You know, and the conversation is in the accumulation phase, we're going up the mountain, your chaparral, as far as giving you advice and guidance and wisdom, coming down the mountain is where is the most treacherous. And that's where the distribution phase comes in as far as they need us to kind of say, here's what we're going to do regarding the financial assets you have in order to create uh, financial security during the retirement years. So the structure is that way. And again, it's, it all is going to start with my reviews as well. So you want me to talk about my reviews now? Sure. The key is I, I was looking at your, you know, your, the 4F, your chart, or how you really kind of, that's your process. And how, take us through it because it's all centered around communication. And that to me is paramount in running a successful practice. So please do. How do you, how do you use that? How do you engage with it? Yeah. So you talk about communication and yes, that is the cornerstone of everything we do. So on a review, I'm going to label things as the four F's, F is in Frank. So it starts with how is your family and finding out what their kids are doing, but also I'm going to go up and ask how your parents are doing to find out where their mindset is with that. Cause I'm going to come back to that regarding protection and also helping them understand their longevity. So family is the first thing. And then I say, what are you doing for fun? You're traveling. What kind of hobbies do you have? And then after that, your fitness level. How are you doing? How is your health? And then we settle on finances. How's the work environment? You know, all these various things are 
going on in your world, need money, you're selling a house, all these things that start to come up. So that starts to develop this trust factor. And of course, these are existing clients, but it rekindles a relationship. So say I haven't spoken to them for 12 months or six months. It just rekindles a relationship going up. So the trust level starts to get high. So during that review, again, we, we talk about various things. But when we go to now, again, time I know is limited here. But if I have a new client coming in, I still do the four Fs, but I add some things with that. I call it the five Fs. So the first F I do is where are you from? So again, I'm trying to get an idea of what these clients are all about, developing this relationship through communication. So I'm not just there to say, I'm going to just basically transfer all your assets to me and I'm going to monitor them. No, we're going to start this relationship, which is so important. And I say, think of when you go to a doctor, how I'm going to prepare for you a particular life-centered financial plan or life-centered wealth management. I want to know about your world and what your money is going to be doing for you. So I said, like a doctor's office, when you go in, we're going to examine, we're going to diagnose your situation, we're going to prescribe, and then we're going to treat. So examine, as you know, is taking the information to find out where people are in their world, what their objectives are. Diagnose, now oh, here's some of the challenges, here's some of the problems that we see here, the opportunities, let's just say. And then as far as the prescribe is, as we let our clients know the recommendations, and our observations to solve your problems or meet your objectives. And then treat, treating is service. We're going to continue this relationship along the way. So that's when I get involved with, with new clients. And again, we prepare these easy to understand reports that have to do with life-centered, okay? Life-centered, whether it's a wealth management or financial plan. So they can understand it's not just about return on investment and how are we doing, it's going to be return on life. The money that you have, where will that take you in the future? And then, of course, we talk about forecasting when the money's going to run out. And then, of course, protection surfaces in there. I know you have a couple of questions there, but if you want me to go on the trust factor. Yeah. Well, one thing I want to make sure that I understand is your process, your 4S. You go through that every time you do a review. You don't start in the middle you always go through the entire process, which is fire back up that communication line. That's right. And that's kind of important to me because I, some of the research that we've done has shown another another little gap that, that amazes me a little bit. And it, it talks about between the opinion of advisors versus what the clients are, are hearing or, and thinking. And this was all about dealing with retired clients or clients that are ready to retire within the next five years. There's it says financial professionals, they, they kind of overestimate how much they talk about specific risks with their clients, like unplanned spending shocks, you know, things that could happen. And you got to prepare people for this. And about 60% of advisors say they talk about this with everybody, but only about 30% of the clients say they've ever really discussed this issue. And you go through the whole list, you know, overspending, sequence of returns, just the kind of things that we educate. But the thing that really stuck out to me is the when we start talking about the decline in cognitive capabilities. And it says about 25% of the people we surveyed say they talk about it. And only about 9% of consumers or clients said they've ever talked about it with their advisor. Now, that's a big gap. But what really concerned me was only 25% of advisors are talking with their consumers about cognitive decline and what that can mean. 
And that really, to me, is a kind of a shame because we're all going to go that way. We're all going to lose a half step or a step or two as we get older. I know I'm older. I'm 72 years old, and I know I'm a half step off or more from where I used to be. So how do you handle that in your process? Because that's not a real fun thing to talk about. Great point. So again, that's where I'm going to hit on that fitness level. You know, how's your health? What's going on with that? And, you know, when we get to the family meeting tree, that's where it really opens up a little bit more of what's going on and the four transitions of aging, which we're going to get into. But I think that in order for someone to open up and talk to me about their health, that trust factor has to be huge. And so what I do regarding the trust factor, a wise man once told me, there's three things you do to develop a strong relationship with people, compassion, patience, and keep it simple, simplicity. So if I can share that with clients as they can say that they can feel as we have this conversation that I'm compassionate to them, I'm patient, I'm not pushing them, and I'm keeping things simple, then they're going to come out and open up more with me. Again, I did a, did a minor in college on psychology, and I think it really helped me as far as how people think and what they think about. So trust factor is huge, and that enables me then to open up and find out a little bit more about what's going on in, the, in their world. So that's the trust factor there. And now we might as well get to the, the family meeting tree and kind of where I go with this. And now that starts to open up, you know, more of what you're talking about, you know, talking about also the protection factor and how do we bring that up. So the first thing I say, and you probably might remember this is really simple is do you have a will or for the existing clients, has your will been updated yet? So now it starts to open up this whole conversation that they're going to start to think about their longevity and their mortality. And so the family meeting tree really is, I have some thoughts for you I want to share with you to the client. I say, have you ever heard of a family meeting? No, what's it all about? And then I bring to their attention why it's important to have a get together with your kids or your parents, depending on where they are, and find out what the game plan is if there is an incident. But even if there's not, you know, on the rainbow that you will see in the notes here, the first rainbow is organizing the family agenda. Where are the documents kept? Who's the financial planning team? What's the family council structure? What happens if you're not here? Who will be taking notes at the meeting? Family legacy. What do you want to be remembered? You know, things like that, address, family, health, happiness policy. So these are the things that come up that I get involved in planning your own funeral. Have you ever done that exercise? It just opens up this whole another area of emotions, but also bonding with the client becomes real sticky. They will think twice about another advisor calling up and saying, we got this great thing. How did your advisor do on your money last year? Well, we did 12% on our money. How did your advisor do? We, we take the conversation of numbers out of it. And this is, again, it's not a return on investment. It's return on life. And my advisor is bringing these value adds to us. That is so important. So the next rainbow is the four transitions of aging, which I learned a lot from a mentor of mine in the area, Steve Gresham. And there's a shout out for him. He does great work with Next Chapter. His columns are available on Advisorpedia. 
you should all check that out. So he wrote an article one time. He goes, as an advisor, do you know what your clients are doing and what they're all about, how their health is, all these things. And so he put together these four transitions of aging. And one article said, your client is 80 years old, has a driver's license, has a gun, and has dementia. What are you going to do? And to the point where, wow, you know, we don't know anything about our client. They may be that scenario. And so the four transitions of aging are financial management is number one. Are you on an account with your parents? Meaning, can you monitor what goes on with their checking account? Then healthcare, what type do you have? And then living arrangements, where do you want to live in the event there's an incident? And then transportation issues, who is going to be around to take you to the supermarket or the doctor's appointments. And then the last thing I get involved in is the ethical will. This is very, very important. So the traditional will tells your loved ones what you want them to have, but the ethical will tells your loved ones what you want them to know about you, your legacy, your wisdom, your values to pass on to your grandkids or your kids. This becomes very, very powerful. And like you said, Mike, it's all about communication. This whole element you know, it just turns into this whole other conversation and we get involved in also, I like to say that people are seeking two things in life and that is financial and psychological balance. I don't know about you, Mike, but when I have people that retire at 65, they have all the money in the world, a lot of them, but then in two years, they're miserable. Why? What's going on? And they're depressed. And I had clients that are no longer here because they got ill because they were miserable. So then that conversation about what can we do now to enhance our health, our minds, our body, our mind, and our spirit? I get involved in that aspect of it. I'm not saying everybody has to do that, but it's working for me when I talk about that kind of things. Eating right, sleeping, exercise. I want, you see, Warren Buffett said, and I'll end with this, your body is basically the, the vessel that's going to take you to 95. And all these base planning we've done to accumulate your wealth, we want it to last. So Warren Buffett has this nice story. He says, if you're 16 years old and your father or mother comes to you with the keys to this brand new sparkling car and says, son, here's your new car, 16. This is the last car you're ever going to get in life. So that's going to last you for 70, 80 years. How would you treat the car? You check the tires. You make sure the oils change. You make sure that car is running in top because you need it to last. Well, that's our body. And it needs to last forever with the money that we have. So I go into those stories as well. Stories are big and I can tell a lot of them, but that that's, helps the client resonate. Yeah. Well, one last thing before we wrap up here. Like I said, I'm 72. I'm retired. I've been very fortunate. This industry has provided me the ability to to put enough money away where you know I can live a, a decent retirement lifestyle. But I also own annuities. And I've had advisors say, well, why do you own annuities? You really don't need it. We could just do a nice swip off your investments. But there's that peace of mind that sets in for me and my wife. But it's an emotion. It's probably more emotional than it is financial. But it helps me. Why do I have to worry about things? And maybe that helps my lifestyle. Maybe it'll help me live longer. Where do you, where does that fall under the protection side in your business? What kind of, you use annuities to any, any degree? For that protected income? Great question. So we're going to use probably when we talk to clients, we do it a lot. We do a lot of annuity planning and we think it's a great financial tool. Matter of fact, we're going to be taking 
So if we have someone who has a million dollars that is in their 401k and they're going to be retiring, we develop that into and design into three buckets, short-term money, mid-term money, and long-term money. And the annuity is, is part of, we say we're going to take a portion of your money and put it into some guaranteed wealth preservation vehicles. And these are the annuity concepts. And of course, as you know, all the different flavors of annuities, we're going to say, we think this particular flavor is the best for you, whether it's going to be a fixed index, whether it's going to be just a fixed and today's interest rates are so high. We're so busy looking at client situation and saying, instead of putting money into the CD in the bank, because you have reinvestment risk with that and you're getting taxed on it, let's look at a non-qualified fixed annuity or fixed index with the living benefit options too is another way where we can create these guaranteed streams of income with a portion of your assets. And you mentioned something about no worry. We call it the SWAN index, the sleep well at night index. So when we look at those things of saying we have some guarantees, you know, we have a built-in paycheck for you that's going to create the foundation along with social security to provide guaranteed income for you. And how do you, how do your clients receive that? I mean, is that a something that interests them? I mean, yes. So, and again, you, again, you're, you're, when we talk about, you know, the old school of, Hey, how's your closing doing? Well, it's not about the close. It's about the opening and you're developing the relationship. So clients are saying, what do you think we should do, Todd? Well, I think you should look at this annuity. Well, they're more open to it versus they may hear some negative things about it, but that's, you know, that's the relationship. And I mentioned keeping things simple. And if I have a whiteboard and I can draw, draw things to keep things simple, that's, and they can understand it. That's great. Great. Well, Todd, I really appreciate your time today. And, and like I said, I, I really did like your, the four F's, your, your process, because it's something that can be followed consistently. And that consistency really helps us in this business of when we're dealing with our clients. So with that, I appreciate your time and good luck in the future. Thank you, Mike. Good luck. Thanks for your, for your work as well. This has been a special guest edition of the Power Your Advice podcast. Please visit us at advisorpedia.com and follow us for timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook with the handle at Advisorpedia. For everyone at Advisorpedia, our producer, Julia Smolin, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, we thank you for listening.